What's up, WizKids, and welcome to Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Jacob Raymond, Zach Rosen. It's our Wizards Draft Workout Edition, the first one of a long list of players that will come in here and work out for the Washington Wizards. They make a decision what they're going to do with the 52nd pick in the second round. And joining us first, the first player here on the pod who came here to work out for the Washington Wizards is none other than Mello Trimble. Thank you for having me. So now that your college career is over, you went to the University of Maryland, you were All-American Honorable Mention by the AP last year, All-Big Ten selection in 2017. What is it like beginning your new career and working out for the Wizards? Um, this process has been fun. Um, I worked out already with Brooklyn and Chicago. Those workouts went well. Um, this is my third workout with the Wizards, and I can't mean, I'm just so happy to be here and be able to, you know, work out on that floor. You know, I've been a Wizards fan since I was a little kid and come to all the games. So just to be here to work out with the guys and, and you know, when they were watching and being on that floor was very special. And uh, it was a good workout. Three workouts now in the books, um, a few more to go. What do you think about your play so far? What do you think um, What do you think you've shown uh, the NBA coaches? Uh, that I could get to the room, I could lead the team, I could pass, and um, I could beat. Uh, like I told all the, all the meetings I had in Chicago that I'm just a I'm a winner and I come from a winning program and uh, I love to compete. I know you're going back and forth most of most of the off seasons after each year in college. What made you decide that you know this is my time now to try and make it at the next level? Um, I just felt that I couldn't do anymore at the college level. Um, I think all three years I I did something new to my game. Freshman year, I would just, you know, score. Sophomore year, I was able to be a distributor and a scorer. And junior year, I was able to be a leader of the team of young guys. So, I mean, I thought I did all I could at the college level, and um, I felt that uh, I had a great career. So you're from Washington, D.C. What do you like most about the thought of staying in the city after you played at the University of Maryland and then possibly playing for the Washington Wizards right in front of your families and friends and, you know, right in the city you grew up in? I mean, it would be very special to stay here and actually play for the team, you know, that I'm from, you know, the area. And, uh, I mean, I went to Maryland, so, I mean, I, I had that with, like, a tip of my shoulder when teams or the media would say bad things about us saying they were going to be good. And, you know, it was just, just gave me more of an edge, you know, because I'm from the state of Maryland and, you know, I want to represent where I'm from. So going to Maryland was, like, the best thing I could do. And the way we were able to, you know, have those good three seasons was it meant a lot to me. So, I mean, as you can see, the Wizards almost made it to the – Eastern Conference Finals, but I mean, just one game short, and it's just a good sign that, you know, they're on their way. And so for me to be, hopefully, if I was able to play on that team, I would be, I mean, I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> what have, uh, what have guys like uh, Jake Lehman told you about the, uh, about the grind of an NBA season and about preparing yourself for it? Uh, I mean, definitely I have your body right. It was just something, that's a big key for me. I know going into uh, next year that I'm going to have to get my body right, conditioning is going to have to be right, and just, you know, everyone's you know, everyone's trying to make a team. And so, I mean, it's going to be very competitive, and everyone wants to, like I said, make the team. And, you know, they're going to do anything they have to do, whether it's, you know, almost fight you. So, I mean, I know it's going to be tough, but, uh, you know, I love this game, so, I mean, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. What do you find is just the toughest part of these workouts, just doing them over and over? Yeah, I mean, just, just doing them over and over and just, you know, one workout's not going to determine, you know, whether a team likes you or not. So that, that's just the biggest key, you know. Every workout's not going to be good for you, but it's just how you compete and, you know, how you – the energy you leave out there. So I know when I applied for this job, I had to have a resume. Does a basketball player ever really need a resume? And maybe what would you put on it, like the all-Big Ten selection or 2017, or do you just let your play on the court speak for itself? 
I mean, it means a lot. Uh, because like I said, it's not about just the one workout. You know, you could do you could do bad, and the team still likes you. They already watched enough film on you, and I'm from the area, so I know they've seen yeah. a ton of me. So I mean, uh, that helps. You know, because a lot of guys uh, they get drafted to teams that they didn't think they were going to draft them. You know, just based off film and what they did at the college level. So. Uh, do you even have a paper resume? <laughs> <laughs> Find them on LinkedIn. <laughs> Is that a no? Yes. Oh, uh, no. Uh, no. No, you don't no. need one. Oh, no. <laughs> what do you think about uh, Turge's squad for next season? Uh, I think they're going to be really good. Um, got all three of the young guys coming back, Justin, Anthony, Kevin. And then you also have Jared, Dion still coming back. And, you know, they bring bringing in uh, Bruno. He's a, you know, he's a really good big. And a lot of guys, I haven't heard anyone talk about him, but he's it's like a grown man already. And then um, – you know, we're just with that coaching staff, I think they'll be really, really good. I mean, they added a guy from Georgetown, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I think they'll, I think they'll be fine. I mean, they just have to compete um, and just get to keep the uh, tradition as it's been going since I've been there. Who do you think is going to be the natural guy in the locker room to take over as the leader? With you uh, moving on <laughs> to the next step, uh, it's going to be a tough one. Um, You know, it's not, I know, it's not, it's not, he's not a player, he's a walk-on, but it's a kid on our team named Andrew Terrell. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm, we know all about no, Andrew Terrell's said, videos. He's oh, a, is that the video guy? Yeah. 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 He's a, he's a big voice. And uh, honestly, that's what you need on the team. A guy that doesn't play at all, but comes every practice and just, you know, does whatever help, help to take the team win. So, I mean, he's a, he's just that guy. And I think he has a good voice and a lot of guys respect him because of what he's, he's done, he do for us. He doesn't play, but I mean, he's there for us. It's awesome. So is there anybody on the NBA level that kind of helped guide you through what this process would be right here, going through the workout, getting ready for the draft, and, and then what life is like in the NBA? Who do you talk to? Uh, I talk to Quinn Cook a lot. I mean, he went through a lot, you know, undrafted, 10-day contract, and he's finally signed with the team. So, I mean, he's been through it all, been on D-League teams, and he just told me just stay positive. I mean, he could have easily went overseas, but he wanted to stay here and, you know, make an NBA roster. So just stay positive and keep working. Your time will come. All right, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mello. Appreciate it. Up next, Jamel Artis from my alma mater, University of Pittsburgh. Don't go away. All right, welcome back, WizKids. Jamoke Davis here with Zach Rosen and Jacob Raymond. Joining us is Jamel Artis, formerly of the University of Pittsburgh. Thank you very much for joining us. No problem, no problem. But I want to dive right into it. What are the workouts like? I know that, you know, closed door, the coaches are with you. They're spending a lot of time having you go through drills or whatever. Uh, just give us some insight of what you have to do in there. This workout was one of the up-tempo workouts that I had so far. Um, a lot of shooting threes, uh, a lot of, you know, playing defense, moving your feet. And these guys, you know, the coaches out there wanted to pay attention to detail, see if you could play through fatigue. See, like, we just came in, and we didn't even shoot a basketball, and they wanted mm-hmm. to shoot 100 threes. So you just got to be ready on the go. Um, like I said, the tempo was very up-tempo. Uh, some guys were tired. I didn't feel that much tired, but it got me a little tired. Like yeah. I said, I was playing very hard on the defense and uh, moving my feet. Uh, so it was pretty well. How many workouts have you had so far, and how many more do you have to go still? This is my fifth one right now. Uh, I have one Thursday with Orlando, so I'm leaving today to go to Orlando. Uh, that would be my sixth one. And I have about ten more. 
Nam or something like that. Nice. What's that like just going from team to team and doing everything over and over, meeting so many people? It's a grind. Uh, it's definitely a grind. But if you're willing to do something, you know, when you got, I got people to, you know, people looking at me, uh, people looking up to me. So I got to go out there, you know, go out there and do my thing. Uh, go out there, show these coaches that I'm one of the guys that they want to pick up. Uh, I don't want to skip a workout. I want to do every workout possible if I could. So um, just like I said, it's definitely a grind. And I can only imagine when you're getting ready for these workouts for different teams, it's a lot of travel. You got to book a lot of dates and schedule all of these workouts. Who does that for you? It would have to be daunting. No, definitely my agent. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I, uh, shout out to my agent, Daniel Hazan. Uh, he's a great guy. So uh, he plans everything out for me. He tells me when I'm leaving and things like that ahead of time. So, yeah. Okay. Do you uh, do you have anybody who's in the NBA currently that you talk to that's kind of told you what to expect from the process and what to uh, expect from the grind of a professional uh, uh, basketball career? Will Barton from Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's the Baltimore guy. So we always, you know, not here and there, but we show love here and there uh, throughout. Maybe we go two months without talking and show love here and there. Uh, tell me how hard it is, you know. Just keep grinding, keep, you know, playing hard and things like that. So. He gave me input on the uh, NBA a lot. From the Baltimore area, then, did you grow up watching the Wizards, or, or what was your, uh, your Could have been team Sixers, situation? maybe. Sixers. Um, Definitely not the Bolts. I was an Iverson guy. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Iverson, okay. And I was a Gilbert Arenas guy. So, okay, uh, okay. Uh-huh. I did watch both of the 76ers and the Wizards. Uh, I definitely watch the Wizards now um, throughout the past two years. Pretty mad that the, they lost to Boston. <laughs> yeah, so were we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of it's, it's okay though. Uh, great team, great up uh, tempo team. Like I said, they want to get up and down. A little different than Pitt, huh? <laughs> no, no, Pitt was up in tempo uh, this year. This okay, year. yeah. Yeah, Kevin Starlinson's our coach. Uh, we play up in tempo, shot a lot of threes. Uh, take a shot in six seconds. So, as long as it's a good one. But Which I didn't say before, but obviously, full disclosure, I am a Pitt grad, so I'm very happy to to have you here. Could Kevin Stallings help you transition more to the NBA? Because it definitely was more up-tempo than Pitt in the past. He had the ball in my hand a lot. I think um, that really showcased my skills a lot more this past season, uh, my senior year. Uh, I wish he was there a little bit, you know, <laughs> longer for my years. <laughs> but uh, uh, he put, put the ball in my hand, let me go out there and, you know, read the defense well. And uh, I think I did a very good job at that my senior year. Let's say the, uh, the Wizards did use uh – the number fifty-two pick on you. How would where would you see yourself fitting in with this roster? Um, I would be another guy that comes in, uh, space the floor. The ball would be in John Wall's hand uh, most of the time. So I would be another guy to play off the ball. If not, I can bring the ball up to um, play a small forward shooting guard spot. Um, versatile, I'm very versatile. So I don't have to play one position. I can defend multiple positions. I would be another guy to spot up shoot threes. Uh, take my guy off the dribble, make another play for uh, one of my teammates. So. Playing in the ACC kind of prepped you for moving on to the next level. How was what has that been like the last couple of seasons? I mean, the ACC, yeah, uh, that's one of the toughest conference I would say uh, in this you know college basketball thing. Uh, every night is a grind. You can't go out there and you know sleep on a uh, let's say Wake Forest team or something. Yeah, like that. last they we was one of the worst teams and, uh, this year, so we didn't see that coming. We thought we was better than what we were. Me so, too. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of rough. <laughs> <laughs> kind of rough. But uh, we got a wake-up call. You know, some guys 
like I said, you got to go out there and play every night, and I'm pretty sure you got to go out there in the NBA and play every night. So Now, being from Baltimore, should you be drafted by the Washington Wizards, I can only imagine, or actually I can't imagine, how many tickets would you have to get for, like, family and friends that would want to come to games? Everybody's not getting a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> That's Line up for the show. Only, like, four, five. Four, yeah. five? Yeah. Four, five. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. You know where your loyalty stands, huh? Yeah. yeah. Everybody's not getting a ticket. Sure. Well, thank you very much for joining us on the pod. Uh, we really appreciate it, and yeah. we wish you the best of no luck. And yeah, good luck. Good luck. And Wizards, and, we'll, you know, you'll be part of the family even more. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, okay. guys. Right. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. All right, coming up, Wiz Kids is James Blackman Jr. of the Hoosiers. All right, Wiz Kids, our third and final guest here on our first Wizards draft workout, James Blackman Jr. Uh, so I know it's a crazy first question. Uh, do you like being called a junior? Because we had an Otto Porter. We had a Kelly Oubre Jr. was like, do you call yourself a junior? You want to be <laughs> the James Blackman. How does that work for you? No, it, it works great for me. You know, uh, starting off, it, people just called me James Blackman. But going to Indiana, I wanted to let people know because uh, I look up to my dad. And uh, he's, wow. he's a part of the main reason I'm playing this game today. So that's that's why I want that in there. Okay, so the basketball, how was the workout today? What did, what did they go through? I know the doors are closed to the media. Yeah. Let us know what it's like in an in a NBA workout. Um, it, it was great, you know. At every workout, um, guys are competing. You know, they want to show their best foot to the to the GMs and everyone watching. So today was definitely a competitive day. Great, great players in there. Um, you get a lot of shots up. Um, and also at the end, you play a lot of – three-on-three and just compete against each other. So that's definitely one of the things I love to do, and I feel like I did a great job today. You you mentioned talking to the media that you obviously are very familiar with Melo Trimble's game. Yeah. Obviously, folks around here know very well who he is, but um, talk again about you know playing against him in this setting as opposed mm-hmm. to in the college setting and, and some of the things that maybe both of you guys went through playing in the Big Ten and playing that style for, for so many years. You know, uh, it's different at this stage, you know, because uh, in college you played a certain system. So a lot of people know Melo's game and things like that. But coming here, I feel like a lot of people didn't know that I can handle the ball and things like that like I have been. Mm-hmm. So that's just the main thing I've been trying to show scouts that I'm just not a shooting guard and things like that. I, I can be versatile, guard both positions, and also play both positions. What did you make of this workout compared to some of the others you've gone through? You know, they're all different in their own way, but at the same time, you just want to give your best effort. I feel like that's the most the most important thing you can do, um, go out there and compete. And um, Because I feel like teams, uh, the most thing they want is to have a guy that's going to work hard and a guy that loves the game. Well, I asked Melo this as well. Do you even have a resume? Like when you go to workouts, like is have you ever thought of even making a resume? It's like I was – um, Honorable mention by the coaches in the Big Ten. I made the Big Ten third team. Um, not really, you know, because these guys, they know you. So they watch you so long. So going in there, you just try to tell them what they don't know, really. Um, and that's what I've really been trying to express on myself because um, they've watched you for so long in a, in a certain system. So they want to see what else you can do. Yeah. Is that, a, is that the kind of thing where you come in and obviously they know your game? When they look at your game in college and try to project you to the NBA, what are the kind of things that they preach maybe to the group or to you in this workout is like, you know, here's what you did in college and Mm -hmm. here's what you can work on, here's what we want. So in college, they they know me from being just that shooter, that knockdown guy. 
um, and just that score. But coming here, they just told me to keep doing what I'm doing, you know, show that I can uh, make plays for others and play off the dribble and the pick and roll and things like that Uh, because it's only going to be a plus and also they just told me to uh, keep being keep showing my athleticism in different ways and things like that so I feel like this workout definitely uh, gave me a lot of input do you have anyone in the NBA that you've kept in in contact with about you know um, this process and just in general deciding to come out yeah there's a lot of guys in the league uh, that are that I keep in contact with um, so just going through this process, they've been giving me a lot of input. And the, the main thing they told me is just compete. Okay, so I want to know, who do you model your game after, e- either in the NBA or wherever? And then how do you change it based on these workouts? Whoever shows up for the workout. You played against Melo Trimble in the Big Ten, so maybe you have to change the way you are guarding him or going on offense because now you're going up against him in a workout versus a game and that's more like three on three I'm just curious what that's like you know I just try to pay attention to guys tendencies you know in college I watched a lot of film whoever I was going to guard so playing for Melo for three years I've I know uh, the type of player he is so just going out there trying to take away his tendencies and things like that but a uh, guy in the league, I, I study the game, study the league, but a guy I've been watching uh, close to now is C.J. McCollum. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good guy uh, for me to okay. look at and uh, watch, especially coming in and trying to make a spot, you know, because he can play uh, on and off the ball, and I feel like I can do that as well. What's your schedule been like leading up to this workout? And then obviously as as the draft gets closer, everything gets busier for yeah, for, sure. for all of you guys. What What's what's behind you and what's still ahead workout wise and um, else wise i've only had two workouts previously before this but now's the time where it's going to get crazy um so i'm flying out to sacramento uh today i got to work out there tomorrow so june is definitely uh the month where it's going to pick up but uh, i could have anywhere to from three maybe even four workouts a week so um this is my dream but and it's it's gonna take. This work is exciting. To like, yeah. are you like it's taking exciting. it all in? Like the jet setting and yeah, it, working out for all these teams. It's like the best time of my life, you know. Um, but you don't really realize it while you're going through it, because uh, it's a lot of fights, a lot of you you have a back to back and things like that. But at the end of the day, I just look at it and I'm just thankful. Now I know basketball is huge in Indiana. What was it like playing for the Hoosiers, and how could you wear those awful red and white striped pants? Shout out to Brian Ossip. I just, they just looked awful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I grew up in Indiana, so I knew about it before. Um, But, yeah, definitely going to Indiana, playing there, you see it as a different, like, dynamic and things like that, just how the fans are. Um, So my freshman year, I was shocked how crazy it is there. Yeah. Just I could walk anywhere and someone would yell out my name. Yeah. it's just a crazy town. Like people in Indiana love the game, so I mean it was definitely an honor to play there. And wearing those pants is just something that <laughs> I mean you might not like them, but it's just something that uh, it's just tradition. Yeah. And yeah, it's just it's just what you do there. So we tried to change it up a little bit, get get more new school involved. But yeah, I mean that's just how it is there. It's they're gonna stick to the tradition, and and that's how the players gotta adapt. What's your diet like? Like, how do you try to eat and work out to stay in shape and be prepared with all of the flights and the workout? Well, right now it's like I've been eating so healthy, you know, because it's it's definitely the most important thing that and getting a lot of rest, uh, getting treatment. So I've been eating great. I haven't really been eating any sweets, anything like that. No sweets? I couldn't do that.
it, it's hard, but you got to do it. Dang, I don't know. I just don't have the discipline for it. <laughs> I need to get that's a workout after this. That's, that's, right. <laughs> that's why you're not, not for an NBA team. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate it. All right, that'll do it for Off the Bench. We want to thank Mello Trimble, Jamel Artis, James Blackman Jr. for joining us on the pod. We really appreciate it. For Jacob Rain, Chris Gehring, and Zach Rosen, I'm Jamoke Davis. We'll have more of the workouts later in the week. Ciao for now, everybody.